ഹമ്മദുല്ലാഹിമുഹ <coughs> وما آتاكم الرسول فخذوه وما نهاكم عنه فانتهوا صدق الله العظيم سبحانك لا علم لنا إلا ما علمتنا إنك أنت العليم الحكيم رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري وحل العقدة من لسان يفقه قوله درشك الله Respected brothers, respected elders, mothers and sisters listening at home Hazrat Ibn Abbas radiyallahu ta'ala an is the narrator he is the cousin of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam he says nazara an-nabiy sallallahu alayhi wasallam ila Umar dhat yawm fatabassama Ibn Abbas is the narrator he says that Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam One day he saw Hazrat Umar radiyallahu ta'ala an Fatabassama and smiled at him He saw Umar radiyallahu ta'ala an And he smiled at him وَقَالَ يَبْنَ الْخَتَّابِ أَتَدْرِي لِمَا تَبَسَّمْتُ فِي وَجْهِكَ And Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam questioned Hazrat Umar ibn al-Khattab And he said, oh son of Khattab Do you know why I have smiled at you? Or why I smile at you? This was the habit of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. When you see his face, <coughs> Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was very beautiful. <coughs> It is as if though there was a natural smile on his face. And this is what we need to adopt also. Because this is the sunnah of Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam MashaAllah we need to make an effort That when we see our Muslim brothers Greet them Make salam to them And give them a smile Kana al-Nabiyyu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Yatabassamu Kana al-Nabiyyu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Yadhaku Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Would generally smile And when you smile that is an indication That you have some connection some love for that individual so there is no reason you don't have to give a reason but here specifically rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam is addressing umar ibn al-khattab that you saw me smiling at you but do you know why i smile at you subhanallah sahaba ikram ajma'in were well mannered people sometimes we picture them to be those who are wearing just a simple lungi a loin cloth with patches and as if though they had no manners these were people who ruled the world and he looked at huzur alayhi salatu wassalam this was a common answer which the companions would give allahu wa rasooluhu a'lam 
Allah and His Rasul know best. Allah and His Rasul know best. Now the glad tidings given. Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Inna Allah nazara ilayka bishafkati wal rahmati laylatu arafa wa ja'alaka miftahul islam. Umar, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given the glad tidings that on the day of Arafat, in this hadith it talks about the night of Arafat. It's a very special day. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala <coughs> looks at all the hujjaj, the manner of worship, how they stand, how they supplicate, their recitation of the kalam. And in the hadith it comes that during the day of Arafat, shaitan is in its weakest capacity, weakest level. Very, very weak. Uh, Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has said that I saw shaitan to be skin and bones on the day of Arafat. Totally skin and bones. Very, very unhealthy. Very, very unhealthy on the day of Arafat. So Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said that Allah looked at you, O Umar, on the night of Arafat, and He looked at you with mercy and compassion. What a great Sahabi. Nazara ilayka bishafkati wa rahma. Allah ni tumi deka shafkat wa rahmat isa. He looked at you with compassion and mercy. Not only that, Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam furthermore says, Allah has chosen you to be the key for Islam. Miftah means key. Miftahul Islam means the key for Islam. Now what is meant by the key for Islam? When the door is locked, if you need to unlock that door, to open that door, what happens? You need the key. Muhaddisin have mentioned what is meant here is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had chosen Umar ibn al-Khattab from Khulafai Rashidin generally that Allah will take him to be the means of spreading Islam to all corners of the world. That is why during the Khilafat of Sayyidina Umar ibn al-Khattab for 10 years, Allahu Akbar, what the Romans took pride in and the Persian Empire, everything was taken away. This was the tawajjuh of Umar ibn al-Khattab and Allah used him and everything came into the control of Sayyidina Amr ibn al-Khattab. Whilst he was just stationed in Madinatul Munawwara. He would just make ishara, command, you go there, this is what you need to do, this is what you need to do. The entire region came into the control of the Muslimin. Subhanallah. This was the status and maqam of Sayyidina Amr ibn al-Khattab. Really an incredible, incredible individual. Now, I have deliberately chosen this kitab, which is Nuzhatul Majalis. I was reading through this, and I came across some of the virtues of Sayyidina Umar ibn al-Khattab radiallahu ta'ala. And what is fascinating here in this kitab are the narrators. Majority of the narrators are from the Ahl Bayt. What is the Ahl Bayt? The family members of Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Usually, there is this fairy tale of false propaganda that circulates especially with the Shia doctrine that they say that the Khulafai Rashidin including Hazrat Uthman radiallahu ta'ala an, they were not in good terms with the family of Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam, and a lot of them say even that the Khilafat was snatched away by Hazrat Abu Bakr 
Khilafat was snatched away by Hazrat Umar. Khilafat was taken by Hazrat Usman radiallahu ta'ala. Allahu Akbar, my respected brothers, what was dunya for Khulafai Rashidi? Nothing. What is Khilafat? It was nothing. It was the service, the khidmah that they gave for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this is false propaganda. Here we see a close associate of the family of Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Ibn Abbas quoting. And Ibn Abbas is narrating that I saw Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam looking at Umar ibn al-Khattab and these are the words what Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said to him. Subhanallah. Furthermore, let us take one other hadith which is narrated by Hazrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala an himself. Hazrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala an is the narrator. He says, I heard Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam say, now listen to this hadith. اتقوا غضب عمر فإن الله تعالى يغضب إذا غضب عمر. Narrator is who? Hazrat Ali رضي الله تعالى. And he is saying that I heard from Rasul صلى الله عليه وسلم. Rasul صلى الله عليه وسلم said that abstain from making Hazrat Umar رضي الله تعالى عن angry. Because when Umar is angry, Allah is angry. Allah When Umar is angry, Allah is angry. Allah These were the great giants of their time. Sahabai Kiram Ajma'in, Khulafai Rashidin, Kwanti, Abu Bakr Siddiq, or Umar Farooq. Now, this is not something that uh, is difficult to understand. Uh, a man came and he said that I want to know. If Allah is pleased with me, or Allah is naraz, displeased with me, how, how would I know? And Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa said to him, it's very simple. Ask your parents. If your parents are happy with you, Allah is happy with you. Simple. You want to know if Allah is happy with you? Ask your parents. If your mother and father are happy with you, Allah is happy with you. Obviously, provided that you... Uh, perform your salah and fulfill the, the five pillars, the obligations uh, as, as a Muslim what you need to do a'mal saliha you can't just serve your parents and miss out from your faraiz, that's wrong but do your farz and respect your parents if your parents are happy with you Allah is happy with you and if your parents are naraz displeased with you then no matter what you do Allah is also naraz with you Subhanallah. So Allah's Nabi is saying that beware, don't make Umar angry. Because when he is angry, Allah is also angry. وَقَالَ النَّبِيُّ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ مَنْ أَحَبَّ عُمَرْ فَقَدْ أَحَبَّنِي That person who loves Umar, loves Muhammad Mustafa. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. وَمَنْ أَبْغَذَ عُمَرْ فَقَدْ أَبْغَذَنِي And that person who dislikes or has hatred for Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala an, then he dislikes and has hate, hatred for Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam also. These are important narrations, riwayat, which are narrated by the Ahl Bayt. Just one hadith, which is narrated by Hazrat Anas radiallahu ta'ala an, and what a beautiful hadith. He says, Qala nabiyyu sallallahu alayhi wasallam, Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, Man ahabba umara ammara kalbuhu bil iman. 
the one who has love for Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala an, Allah will fill his heart with Iman. Allah will fill his heart with Iman. Ammara ka mana, uske jil ko Allah ne Iman se bhar diya. Allah will fill his heart with Iman. Allahu Akbar. Another hadith again by Ibn Abbas radiallahu ta'ala an, now the cousin of Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam speaking about the virtues of Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala so what you hear uh, what, the, what the people say what, whatever they have to say it is all wrong sahaba ikram ajma'in had love for each other Hazrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala and Ahl Bayt these were close close people and I have said this many times the daughter of Hazrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala got married to Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala this is what you want to do with Hazrat Ibn Abbas radiallahu ta'ala an says, Anin Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has mentioned, Yunadi munadin yawm al-qiyamah ayn al-faruq. See when you have a graduation ceremony, and a person qualifies, then there is a ceremony, people are there, and then a certificate is given to him, and a few words to praise that student who is a professional person now, a graduation ceremony so that everybody must know who this person is mashallah mm-hmm. this person has become a dotor now mm-hmm. he's become a dotor now so on the day of qiyamah rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam said there will be some individuals that the angels will make an announcement on the day of qiyamah and the angels will take the name and one of them is hazrat umar farooq Yunadi munadin yawm al-qiyamah On the day of qiyamah an announcement will be made Ayn al-Faruq Ayn al-Faruq Umar Faruq you are in front of me but that is Umar Faruq radiallahu ta'ala an Ayn al-Faruq where is Faruq? This is the title of Hazrat Umar radiallahu Where is Umar Faruq radiallahu ta'ala an Hazrat Umar Faruq radiallahu ta'ala an will walk and the angels will surround him Allah, this is the honor. This is the honor. You, you will see that when a person holds that very high position, when he walks, he doesn't walk alone. He's got bodyguards, he's got secretaries, and he's got on the side other people. This men, women surround him, all sorts of people walking, writing, and especially in the modern world that we live in, he's, he's there walking alone, and there's about 20 people surrounding him. But on the day of Qiyamah, this is khulus. Angels will surround Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala an, and it is said that the gates of Jannah will open up for him. Allahu Akbar Kabira. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the tawfiq. That we have love for all of the companions and especially the Khulafai Rashidin. We end again with one hadith of Hazrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala an. He's the narrator. He is the narrator. Hazrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala an had so much love of Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala an, that he would uh, frequently quote one hadith that he personally heard from Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam. The hadith is Samitu Nabiya sallallahu alayhi wasallam yakul. Hazrat Ali says, I have heard Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam say, Umar ibn al Khattab siraju ahlil jannah. That Umar ibn al Khattab is the siraj for the people of Jannah. He is the Siraj for the people of Jannah. Siraj is not here at the moment, but he is the Siraj of the people of Jannah. Jannah. What is Siraj in the Arabic language? A beam of lights. 
a beam of light. Just say, all of a sudden when you switch on this chandelier, you will see how the light sparks up all of a sudden. Everything becomes brightened. So a beam of light. So Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam has said that Umar ibn al-Khattab is the siraj for the people of Jannah. Like he was the beam of light for the people in this dunya. Huh? He was a guidance for many millions. Subhanallah, all of these people who embraced Islam, when the, when the Muslims took control, so many of them embraced Islam. So many. And when they would meet Hazrat Umar ibn al-Khattab radiallahu ta'ala an, his seerah, his surah, everything was very, very different. When this hadith was uh, informed to Hazrat Umar ibn al-Khattab radiallahu ta'ala and he was given information of this hadith, Hazrat Umar was very particular, although it was in regards to his own praise. So he came running to Hazrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala an, and said to him, Bay Ali, you are narrating this hadith that Allah's Nabi has mentioned that Umar is the siraj for the Ahlul Jannah. Now, are you sure you've heard this from Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam? Now imagine, subhanAllah, if it was us, what would, you, what would we say? Uh, carry on. In my place, carry on. I don't do too much, you know, I just wake up in the night, perform two rakats tahajjud and go to sleep. I don't do too much. But you are actually telling everybody what you do. But how mukhlis was Hazrat Umar, Umar ibn al-Khattab? When he heard that Hazrat, Umar, Hazrat Ali is quoting this hadith, he went to meet Hazrat Ali, Bhai, you are saying this hadith to everyone. Are you sure you have heard this from Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? Hazrat Ali said, naam, of course I have. Again he was not satisfied. He said, okay, if you say you have heard this from Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Ya Ali ibn Abi Talib, I want you to write this entire hadith for me on a piece of paper. <laughs> this is Hazrat Umar ibn al-Khattab. Huh? I want you to write this hadith for me on a piece of paper. Hazrat Ali was certain and sure. He said, no problem. Give me the piece of paper and I will write it for you. Hazrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala an wrote the entire hadith. The entire hadith. And said, here Umar, now do you believe me that these are the words of Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa now everything what I've quoted here is from Nuzhatul Majalis, from this kitab that is in front of you. And according to some narration, it is mentioned that Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala even made wasiyat that when I pass away, I want you to put this piece of paper written by Ali radiallahu ta'ala in my kafan. Because he is the one who has given shahada that Umar ibn al-Khattab is from the siraj of Ahlul Jannah. There's a possibility that this was before the period of him, uh, Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam giving him the basharat, the ashara mubashara, or whenever this event had taken place. Wallahu alam. But nevertheless, my respected brothers, here we have Ibn Abbas radiallahu ta'ala, two ahadith narrated by him, and three hadith have been narrated by Hazrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala, all of them who are very, very closely related to Hazrat A. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam they are from the Ahl Bayt and all of them praise Hazrat Umar and also Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq and also Hazrat Uthman radiallahu ta'ala so this politics was not with Sahabai Kiram Ajma'een this politics is with the individuals with different different communities Sahabai Kiram Ajma'een were very very pure people ulama have mentioned one of the striking uh, characters of Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala is his 
ہمبلنس ہیومیلٹی بہت زیادہ متواضع ویری ویری ہمبل پرسن سعید عمر عبد الخطاب ہی واز ود گروپ آف پیپل ٹریولنگ اینڈ آل اف سڈن دس ویری آل لہری کھیم ان فرنٹ آف حضرت عمر رضی اللہ تعالی حضرت عمر رضی اللہ تعالی عن ہز مینس آف ٹریول واز ناٹ سم تھنگ ویری ایکسپینسو ناٹ این عربین ہوس اور کیمل ان دا حدیث اٹ کمز دیٹ وہ ہوا ہمارن واز سٹنگ آن اے ڈونکی واز سٹنگ آن اے ڈونکی اینڈ that entire group of the companions were with Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala and this lady, old lady comes and she stands in front of Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala and she says, oh Umar stop, 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 I want to speak to you when do I get an opportunity to talk to you? Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala stops, everybody stops with him now this old lady decides that I should do islah of Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala do islah islah karni a lady is doing islah of who Hazrat Umar oh lady I need to lecture him I need to give you advice stop stop Umar stop I want to advise you Hazrat Umar stops what a humble man he is that man who Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam said that when Umar walks in one path the shaitan turns away So this old lady wants to give a lecture. How does she start? Look at the stern, harsh words. Oh, Omar. Look, I know you when you were little. I know you when you were little. See, you are Omar, but I know you when you were Omer. What does she say? Omer. You are Omar, but I know you when you were Omer. This is the beauty of the Arabic language. Subhanallah. You see, when you want to say something that is, or describe something that is small, you use one scale which is known as isme tasgheer in the Arabic language. So, it becomes fu'ayl, like Abdullah, Ubaidullah, and Umar, Umair. So, I know you when you were a little Umar. What are you? A little one. You were a little one. But I know you when you were Umair. Listen to me what I have to say to you. So what if you were Umair and now all of a sudden you've become Umar and now then Umar has become Amirul Mu'mineen. So I know you when you were Umair, I know you when you were Umar and I know you now that you are Amirul Mu'mineen. What I want to say to you, O Umar, that don't let all of these titles that you are the Khalifa, Amirul Mu'mineen, don't let takabbur, pride and arrogance take control over you because of all these titles people give you and all ladies lecturing Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala that don't have takabbur in you don't take pride inside you and she continued continued فَحَبِسَتْهُ تَوِيلًا تَعِزُهُ that she wanted to lecture and lecture give nasiyah to Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala Hazrat Umar is on his donkey sitting until some of the group members were frustrated. That, is this how you talk to Amirul Mu'mineen? So they came to Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala an, and they said to, to Amirul Mu'mineen, Atasma'u kalama hadhi al-ajuz? Amirul Mu'mineen, do you want to give time to this old lady and you want to listen to what she is saying? Yeah. You want to listen to her? Hazrat Umar was a great alim. 
He knew exactly how and where and when the verses of the Quran was revealed. So that Omar said to, to the companion, he said that, look, if this lady was to give me a lecture for two weeks, three weeks, I would stand and listen to her. She is not an ordinary lady. You may not recognize her, but I recognize this very old lady. She is Khawla bint Sa'laba. She is the wife of, of Aus bin Samit, the brother of Ubada bin Samit. She is that lady who had put her case forward to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala listened to her from the seven heavens and gave a decision in her favor. So be mindful of every individual. And when she speaks and when she stops Amirul Mu'mineen, she is in that capacity. She is Khawla bin Tisa'laba. Do you know who she is? For her, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed verses of the Qur'an. If you open up the 28th para, Quran, you have it. If you open up the 28th para, the very first surah is Suratul Mujadala. What is it? Suratul Mujadala. قَدْ سَمِعَ اللَّهُ قَوْلَ الَّتِي تُجَادِلُكَ فِي زَوْجِهَا وَتَشْتَكِي إِلَى اللَّهِ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is speaking about Khawla bint Sa'laba. Allahu Akbar. So I have to listen to her. Umar ibn Khattab radiallahu ta'ala and he's saying, the incident that occurred with her, again, something very important. She was married to Aus bin Samit. And from Aus bin Samit, she had many children also. One night, Aus bin Samit wanted to get close to her, to cohabit with her, and she refused. No way, no. She refused. At that, Hazrat Aus bin Samit got very angry. And he said, Oh, Anti Kazahri Ummi. Anti Kazahri Ummi. He said to her that your back, your zahr, zahr in the Arabic language means pushed back. Your back is like the back of my mother. Your back is like the back of my mother. Now he blurted out these words and obviously then regretted. Because in the pre-Islamic era, there were two methods when a person wanted to separate from the wife they would either use the term of ilah. Ilah means to take an oath. So someone would say that, Wallahi, or he would take a custom and say, I will never ever get close to my wife. I will never approach her. So this would mean a partition between the husband and wife. And the second method is the method of zihar. Zihar. This is the method we are talking about. Zihar would mean that obviously the strongest relationship is uh, with the mother. The, mahra, the mother is the strongest mahram for the child. So when the Arabs, if they wanted to separate from any of their wives, they would say, okay, anti kazahri ummi, your back is like the back of my mother. So you are like my mother. That would mean a separation. So now he uttered the words and he dearly loved Hazrat Khawla bin Sa'laba, now regretting. But no matter what, Hazrat Aus bin Samit said to her that, look, Khawla, I am sorry, this out of anger, what I have said. But now you are unlawful for me. You are not halal for me. Hazrat Khawla bin Samit was a very strong lady. She came to Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. 
and she explained her story she started off by saying Ya Rasulullah I'm an old lady now but in my heydays when I was young I was very rich Allah had blessed me with a lot of wealth I was a wealthy lady and I married this man here not only did he consume my money but also my youth and my beauty everything has been taken away by this this man my wealth my beauty my youth I'm an old lady now my family members are scattered everywhere I have no wealth now when I am old this this man my husband says anti kazahri ummi but he is regretting he loves me and I love him and we have many children is there any way that both of us can be reunited ya rasulullah yeah. it happens many a times out of anger a person says bhai talak 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 and then they come back and they say look can you do something can you patch up what's the patch up work there's no patch up now because sharia is not a joke but here she he said kazahri ummi now rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam said that no you are unlawful for the husband you have to stay separate because allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not reveal to rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam any explicit rules with regards to zihar so as according to their old custom that they would be separated rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam said no if your husband has said this to you that means he wants separation and you stay apart she did not stop at that she was very forceful in presenting her case and she says ya rasulullah i take qasam in the name of that allah who has revealed the quran on you that he has not uttered the words of talaq how can i be separated from my husband rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam again said to her khawla i say to you that i have no specific ruling of zihar but what i know is that you have to be separated from your husband now her level of taqwa her love and connection with allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with all respect she looked at huzur alayhi salatu wassalam the respect that one must give to rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam and she said ya rasulullah i will make an appeal for my case in the courts of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the court of allah subhanahu i will cry and i will make dua and i am hopeful that allah will reveal something to you mashallah but in my favor but in my favor she said that allah you know hazrat aisha radiyallahu ta'ala an was in the same room in the women can be very jealous they wouldn't want you to talk to another woman so they they always there and so aisha radiyallahu ta'ala anha says that i was in that same room with khawla bint sa'laba huzur alayhi salam was there even i could not hear even i could not hear whilst being in the same room all of the conversation between her and rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam but allah subhanahu wa ta'ala heard all of her words she turned away and again rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam got in that position in that posture when normally wahi would come he would stop doing anything and sometimes he would shut his eyes and sahabai kiram ajma'in would be very very alert they would understand nobody would speak to him and nobody would say anything to him 
he would be in that posture. At times, sweat would drip, so much sweat, all the time. Huh? Allahu Akbar. And so, Hazrat Aisha said to Khawla bin the Sa'laba, Khawla, bas bas, don't talk, don't talk. Allah has already listened to you. Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is in this position, in this posture. Wahi is coming, wait. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed, قَدْ سَمِعَ اللَّهُ قَوْلَ الَّتِي تُجَادِلُكَ فِي زَوْجِهَا وَتَشْتَكِي إِلَى اللَّهِ Verily, Allah has heard the speech of this woman, or Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, who was very forceful to you. قَدْ قَوْلَ الَّتِي تُجَادِلُكَ She was very forceful with you. وَتَشْتَكِي تَشْتَكِي means shikayat. وَتَشْتَكِي إِلَى اللَّهِ And she lodged the complaint in the court of Allah. وَرُسْنِ اللَّهِ كِي سَامْنِ شِكَايَتْ كِي وَتَشْتَكِي إِلَى اللَّهِ وَاللَّهُ يَسْمَعُ تَحَامُرَكُمَا And Allah is the one who was listening to both of your conversations. Hazrat Aisha says, I was in the same room, I could not hear. Allah is saying, I could hear everything what you were talking. وَاللَّهُ يَسْمَعُ تَحَاوُرَكُمَا إِنَّ اللَّهَ سَمِيعٌ بَصِيرٌ Allah is all sami, all hearer, and Allah is basir, he can see everything. And now the ruling. الَّذِينَ يُزَاهِرُونَ مِنْكُمْ مَا هُنَّ أُمَّهَاتِ مِنْ أُمَّهَاتٌ إِلَّا اللَّهِ وَلَدْنَهُمْ If somebody says that this woman is like my mother, Allah is saying that she does not become your mother. Your mother is only that lady who gave birth to you. إِنْ أُمَّهَاتٌ إِلَّا اللَّهِ وَلَدْنَهُمْ And some of the people when they don't like the system of parda and they want to bypass the system of parda and they want to sit and enjoy talking with women they say, oh Betty, you are like my sister what do you want to do parda from me? What do they say? You are like my sister, wawa By you saying she is your sister she becomes your sister? Some of the old folks say, oh Betty, you are like my daughter Whenever you see all these old folks, they go to back at home and want to get married to 16 and 17 year old women. No joke, my respected brothers. I've just had one case and the immigration people are troubling him. An old man wants to marry a 17 year old lady. La ilaha illallah Muhammad. Mushtaq, I need to phone you, you know. What's happening here? So they say that, oh, you are like my daughter. You see, this is all shaitan. By you saying you are like my daughter, and you see the concept of parda is there. Now Allah is saying, so what if you said that your wife, you, my wife, her back is like the back of my mother. She is not your mother. She is not your mother. Your mother is only that the golden rune, the one who has given you birth. Okay, so what is zihar? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, look, these are munkaran, munkaran. These are foolish words that people utter. These are foolish words that people utter. And as a warning. Now again, it is so important, my respected brothers and elders, that even today, a lot of the, the couples who are married, they don't realize what they are saying. And they feel that nikah will only break by the word talaq. It's not the case. Sometimes, if you use very harsh words, very, very harsh words, your nikah can be broken also. Nikah tujad. So you have to be very, very careful. Sometimes what happens, a person has not even given talaq to the lady. And then she goes to the courts. And then the courts decide that, okay, this lady has got nothing to do with the husband. But the husband has not signed any document. The husband has not verbally or in any manner said anything. 
And this lady decides now because the civil court has given a decision in my favor. And she goes and she gets married to another person failing to realize that this is haram. She is doing zina with the second man because she is not free from the first husband. So, so many masail. So you have the masail which are with the civil court. But then you have the masail which are attached to Islam. So you have to be very, very careful. And that is why fiqh is important. And many a times a person has already given talaq to his wife, which is talaq mughallaza And yet he says, no, 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 this talaq, I said it in this and I said it in that. And you know, in the heart he is guilty. He is guilty. But yet he wants to shut his eyes and he says that, oh, don't worry, you know, Allah is the fool rahim Allah will forgive me, Allah will forgive me. But that guilty conscious, that guilt is there. So we have to be very, very careful. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has said that anybody who utters such words and disrespects the wife, then he will be penalized for using the wrong words. Just recently there was a man talking to a lady and he said, Molana, I am praying this old lady dies. And he's talking about his own wife. Can you imagine that? I am praying that this old lady dies. When will she die? I'll bury her. Mera usse chutkara. My God, Allahu Akbar Kabira. Subhanallah, even at your old age, is this how you talk? Is this how you talk about your own wife? As if it is a joke. So we need to understand the Messiah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala penalizes that person for doing zihar. And Allah says the penalty for uttering words like anti kazahri ummi is that you have to free a slave. We haven't got slaves now. So if you can't, if you don't have, if you can't free a slave, then you have to fast for two months consecutively. How many months? Two months. The penalty, huh? And if for some reason ill health, someone who's very, very ill, if he can't fast, then he has to feed 60 people, miskeen, 60. Masakin. As a warning for the brothers who don't take control of their tongue in their marital relationship. Mm-hmm. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the tawfiq. But talking on the subject of zihar, say for an example today, if someone was to say to his own wife that you are like the back of my mother. You are like the back of my mother. Just as somebody says that. Then this case must be forwarded to the fuqaha, to the ulama. And this person would either take a qasam and he, and he would be questioned that when you said that uh, the, my wife is like the back of my mother, what did you mean? What did you mean? Did you mean that you want to divorce her? And if he says that yes, this is what I meant, then there is talaq. Even without uttering the words of talaq. In Islam there is one. But if he says, no, no, this is not what I meant, then benefit of doubt will be given to us. So these are very complex masails, bechida masail. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the tawfiq. We touched on this subject with reference to Sayyidina Umar ibn al-Khattab radiyallahu ta'ala an wa akhiru da'wana an alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin. Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina wa Nabiyyina wa Mawlana Muhammadin Nabilumi wa ala alihi wa sallim taslima Allahumma taqabbal minna wa tub alayna inna kanta tawwabu rahim nastaghfiruka wa natubu ilayk nastaghfiruka wa natubu ilayk sami'na wa atu'ana gufranaka rabbana wa ilayka al-masir birahmatika ya arhamar rahimin